Hey everybody, it's your boy, Eduardo Jackson, CEO, founder, creator of the Cinema Draft Game, coming at you late Monday night. Had to hand score again, son of a bitch. But we're here, we're alive. Uh, we made it through. Uh, and just wanted to get this weekend recap and review with you. Uh, no real reviews of any movies or anything this weekend because we did see Atomic Blonde and at a, uh, luckily at a screening earlier in the week. And to be honest with you, that definitely shaped my strategy. So we'll, we'll get into it a little bit. All right, so here's the lobby. And as it turns out, and it's been a while. I have to check the. I'll have to check the the records. It's been a while, but oh damn! I don't have, I don't have my soundboard up like I do on Wednesdays. Burr, burr, burr. Any day now. Damn! So there we go. Your boy, Eduardo Jackson. Cinema draft swag. We took the week. Damn it. We also had the call sheet of the week. This isn't it. We'll show that in a minute. But since we're already here, let's take a look at <clears throat> my winning call sheet in the feature presentation. All side bets have essentially been collected. Y'all go up my whiteboard. All you group chat members will know exactly what I'm talking about. The whiteboard has been fed. Nom, 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 nom. <laughs> Thank you kindly. And, yeah, so so here's, here's what we had. So basically I had a total fade of Atomic Blonde. Uh, it was going largely off of off of both the, the weekend estimate, this, yeah, was this this week? Yeah, uh, from Box House Pro in combination with, <clears throat> in combination with uh, having been at that screening. And I'll, and I'll tell you why. So, so when I saw, so when I saw Atomic Blonde, I, I, I liked it. I liked it a lot. It's solid three reels. It's got a weird pace and energy. It's almost like, and then when I, at, later on over the weekend, when I read a little bit more about its backstory, it's only like a $30 million production from Focus Films. Focus Films tends to do like fairly small uh, indie type films, foreign films, whatever. It already pre-sold off all its rights, you know, uh, overseas so it's not like it's going to lose money but it's not probably going to make as much money as they thought either and so when i when that was all factored in then it kind of made sense kind of i mean it looks fine it doesn't look like it like like a cheap picture at all per se um send the 80s period films can be you know <clears throat> uh, a little pricey sometimes but you know it, but it basically it it just has a funky pace, you know. It just—it's hard to describe if you haven't seen it, but it doesn't. I mean, it feels there are parts where it's really actiony and parts where it's not action enough. And so, with armed with that knowledge, armed with that review, you know, and like I said, it might be kind of hard for like people are really gonna love the action sequences. The action sequences are definitely worth the price of admission, <clears throat> but there is almost too much plot to this movie. And when I say, and not even in like the good way. I mean, you could say. Something like Game of Thrones is too much plot, which it is, but in, in a great way. This is too much plot in a bad way, to the point where at the end, everyone's double-crossing everyone. You don't know who's playing for whom. Yeah, You don't know who to trust, who's the good guy, who's the bad guy. It's just a big freaking mess. So, yeah, I, I think that kind of worked against it as far as this word of mouth. I think it – I believe it did get like a B or B-plus or something, which, you know, for easily satisfied, uh, great inflation crowds, it's not like very high. Uh, <clears throat> considering. So, I don't know. So, so, I decided I was going to fade Atomic Blonde, even as much as I thought it was going to do well. After seeing it, I didn't think it was going to do great. Because going into the screening, I thought this movie had a chance to do like, you know, 30, 40 million. <clears throat> uh, this sucker, let's what it, what it finally clocked in at. It finally clocked in at. Uh, 
a note that's not it. <clears throat> it finally clocked in. That's the week. Here it goes. Weekend at eighteen point two nine million. You know, eighteen point two nine million. So yeah, good, but not great. I mean, like, look at it. see thirty million dollar budget. You're not going to lose money, but it, you're not going to. It's not great. Oh, hello! Look at Girls Trip. Nineteen million dollar budget. Will Packer and crew. 65 million total gross so far. And, and if we go by our 2.78 multiplier, which is the amount, uh, which is the multiplier times a movie's budget that a movie needs in order to, uh, to break even, they've already broken even. Imagine that. They only needed 52.82 million off a $19 million budget to break even. They're already in the black. Mazel tov. Mazel tov. Was it Universal? Yeah, Universal Studios, Universal Films, whatever, Mazel Tov. All right, so back to my call sheet. So, yeah, so I had a heaping helping of Girls Trip. One, two, three, four. I had, five, I had a five-pack of Girls Trip. I actually started off in the background talent with a eight-pack of Girls Trip before I finally came to my senses and decided to mix in a uh, headliner stack of Dunkirk for the, for the feature presentation call sheet. So headliner stack at Dunkirk, which also did well. I think he did 26 point, well, no, 28 million, 26 million. I just saw this. What was it? 26.61 million. There you go. So headliner stack from Dunkirk, five pack from Girls Trip, headliner stack from a ghost story. Now, I took a little shit in the group chat. You know who you are. <clears throat> I won't call you out, <clears throat> Gamble. But uh, <laughs> someone said that they thought I was smoking crack if Ghost Story was going to do anywhere near 800000 You know what? He was somewhat right, but he was also wrong. And I didn't do 800000 granted, but it did what it came here to do. Almost 400000 368000 or essentially 3.6... Yeah, 3.68 uh, fantasy points. At, with the headliner, it actually gets uh, bumped up to 5.18. All right? <clears throat> so... Yeah, so even though it didn't do 800,000 like I'd hoped, it still did well enough, especially if you had just headliners to to perform. And then, even though I would have loved to have squeezed in a headliner from Wonder Woman, I was just a couple hundred short. So I went with Robin Wright in Wonder Woman, 7,700 for 6.68 points. Non-headliner, but good enough to secure me the narrow... The oh, I mean, like by a nose hair, as he would say in group chat. The point, <laughs> I won this by point eleven points. By, what was it, a, a hundredth, a hundred and eleventh or eleventh, whatever, point one one points over Michael Volante, another group chat denizen. You know, valiant effort. You came mighty close. He had a four-pack of Dunkirk, which is, which is probably what cost him only because, I mean, once again, I mean, he actually, even though he got second, he still wins first place money. So, I mean, he's really not losing that much. He's still a big winner. $46.25 into his account. But I will say he went four pack of Dunkirk, which uh, cost him the opportunity to get more than a couple of, of actors from Girls Trip. He had a headliner staff from Girls Trip, which is smart. He had two actors, a headliner and a non-headliner in the big sick, and then he punted in platform release with Sonia Acevedo in A Ghost Story. <clears throat> and if he'd had just a little bit more money, 
just a smidgen more money, he probably could have gotten like either Headliner and Ghost Story, which which actually would have surpassed my my stack. Or well, I mean, well, I guess it depends on what he would have sacrificed. But basically, if he had even swapped out just one of the Dunkirks for a girl's trip, he could have spent a little bit more somewhere else and possibly could have taken first place. But still, this is an excellent call sheet. Michael Volante, I mean, will we ever see you out of the top five from here on out? Well done, sir. Well done. Group chat, we, we, need, we need like a, a call sign or something because the group chat just runs this mother. Because here's another member of the group chat, Cheese God, a.k.a. the God of Cheese, number three on the week and his call sheet had a headliner stack of girls trip a headliner stack of dun no uh, oh, actually a four pack one two three a four pack of dunkirk all right similar he had a three pack of a ghost store with only one headliner aha okay and i see and with only 300 remaining he couldn't afford a second headliner because otherwise he probably would have won this game um because he also ended up with Zoe Kazan as a headliner from the Big Sick. So super close, 204.22 points. Just, but God, I mean, I guess just like a point and some change off the pace. Well played, strong player. He's also, I mean, I think we'll be seeing him in top fives, for, you know, for here to come. Uh, Smart Ash, welcome back. Welcome back to the top five. One of sneak. On the low, one of my favorite players. She she's been she hasn't she's been kind of inconsistent in her play recently as far as playing or results. But I, you know, I, mean, I think she I think she might be back. I think we have her back now, and, and I'm looking forward to to more top five scores like this one. 203.16 points. She had a headliner stack of girls trip, a four pack of Dunkirk, a three pack of a ghost story, and one, two, yeah, and then also. Oh, one, two. Oh, then uh, a headliner stack from. Oh, sorry, a headliner stack from Ghost Story, and then a non-headliner, uh, Yasmina Gutierrez from Ghost Story. Okay, I dig it. And then, and then a non-headliner. Ah, I switched you there. A non-headliner from the Big Sick was probably what. And no, no money left, so she spent all of her her budget. Um, yeah, it's very solid call sheet. Probably thinking if somehow she could either gotten a headliner out of the Big Sick. Or, oh, excuse me, oh, I guess it's late. Um, or something. Uh, what I'm seeing a common theme here is everyone did load up on Dunkirk as much as they could reasonably afford, sliding girls trip ever so slightly. If they'd actually gone three and three, they actually might have had a little more uh, money left over to get a headliner from the big sick or something else that would have made the effort. That, that's interesting. If I think about it, I have to play that in my head. If, if, a three pack with, you know, with two headliners from Girls Trip, and a three pack from Dunkirk with a headliner stack, would would do. That's that's interesting. I I can't reverse engineer it right now, but that'd be that'd be interesting to see if that's with if that's the type of call sheet that actually would be the optimal call sheet. Uh, and then rounding up the top five, Gamble twenty four seven, one ninety eight point five five points. Let's see what he did. One, okay, so he had a headliner stack from Girls Trip. He had, is that right? That's not right. I'm sorry. No, he had a headliner stack from Dunkirk. He had Regina Hall from Ghost from uh, Girls Trip. He had a headliner stack from Emoji Movie. All right, our first Emoji 
uh, sighting. And I think a lot of us were down on it because, I mean, these reviews were brutal. I mean, look at 6%. Actually, let me refresh this, see if it got any better. Yeah, 47 reviews, 6% fresh. I mean, just got absolutely nailed. Look at that, Dunkirk, 93%. Girls Trip, 63%. You have Atomic Blonde at 75%. So, I mean, it's interesting. I don't know if it's definitive. It's in, in, in the audience score, this is what I'm, I would be more concerned about. The audience score is 45%. So that just means it sucks, especially for an animated movie. These are, like, historically low numbers. So... What I'm curious to see as we move on and as we, as we move along in this game, as we all get better, learn more, develop our theories, et cetera, et cetera, and play the game each week, I'll be very interested to see just how closely, you know, these box offices hue to, to uh, Rotten Tomatoes scores. And I only say that because Rotten Tomatoes is just an aggregation of critical reviews. You know, the tomato meter is just an aggregation of critical reviews. The audience score, this is, you know, you know, us, like you and I, like, you know, uh, logging in and, and, and casting our, our score, our vote on how much we liked or did not like a certain movie. So I'm very curious to see, and, and I'm sure as we build out the game, get more people involved, build out a community around it and develop analytical tools, I'm sure some brave soul will break all this stuff down and you'll probably have to pay a monthly fee to access it and get all good info, but you know what I'm saying. So I'm sure someone will break all that down for uh players as we develop so yeah so the emoji movie he's got that he has a uh, headliner from Madi and ethan hawk from Madi and then zoe kazan uh from the big sick so it's it's a and i think i mentioned this before uh in the preview maybe pretty really balanced call sheet you know really, really balanced call sheet you know there's a lot to like in here i think i even predicted it might be top five it did make in the fifth slot uh and but then also this harkens back to something else that uh, Jay Devlin would say, and that is that you don't necessarily want to be too balanced. Like if you have an inkling, a hunch, or whatever, and you need to go with it, you need to go all in on it. But this is the type of week where where the, the salaries were fairly balanced, the score distribution, the, the box office distribution was pretty balanced. You have, you know, four movies within 10 million of each other. Um, so this is so if there ever was a weekend to take a balanced attack, it was probably this weekend. So so you know, nice shot. You know, you did it did a good took a, took a nice swing. Didn't quite work out, uh, but still fifth place money, which fifth place or which is essentially fourth place money. Nothing to sneeze at. And then we will go off the map a little bit for our our random call sheet of the week. Let's go with Thomas Sampson. He was DFL, dead fucking last, but let's take a look, see what happened here. Uh, so he had a headline, oh, no, he had a two-pack from the Emoji movie, two-pack from Baby Driver, including headliner Kevin Spacey, uh, Brigsby Bear, which got the minimum, let's see, uh, non-headliner from Landline, nearly the minimum, 1.30 points, uh, Kristen Wiig from Spickle Me 3, and then non-headliner, Bokeem Woodbine from Spider-Man, and then Charlize Theron, Atomic Blonde. And this really just kind of underscores what I was just saying. No clear strategy so much as I'm going to load up with, you know, high performers. Uh, I mean, he did take a shot with high performers with the Emoji movie, but these really get you some 
points to make you competitive. You really need to have uh, some he a couple headliners. Um, Briggs v. Bear was on too few screens, only on three screens. Same thing with Landline. Landline actually, no, I think Landline was on only four screens. Uh, Cars 3, I guess you had to have a limited in there, but it's kind of past his prime. Uh, you could have done with maybe just one baby driver, not two. Uh, Despicable Me 3 is a classic example of a movie that's too wide for its own good. Spider-Man Homecoming, uh, it's still making it still makes some dollars, made $13 million, but uh, better choice, especially at this price point, at this salary point. If you're going to spend 13000 might as well get you a girl's trip. Yeah, missing girl's trip, missing Dunkirk here, pretty much doomed this call sheet from the start. But, uh, yeah, I appreciate the play. Keep playing. Listen to the podcast, Thomas Sampson. Sign up for the group chat. We are running this mug. I mean, group chat is always in the top five. Actually, in, in this in this week, uh, four of the top five slots are to group chat members. And then six, seven, eight you know, our group chat members. So, you know, I don't tell you. And look at Excellent in ninth place. Still count gets eighth place money, so he cashes. Good job, Excellent. Well done. Keeps the streak alive. 16 weeks in a row. Four straight months. This dude has been in the money. That's impressive. <clears throat> and this one is, is lacking. Not enough Dunkirk, not enough Girl Strip for my liking. But well done. Ninth place. Good for eighth place money. His cash streak is alive. All right, so let's take a look at my uh, at my call sheet of the week, which I believe is what call sheet was mine. It was oh, you expired. I believe it was the best boy. So if I had 205.51 points in feature, I believe I had 206.7. There we go. It's 20. 206.70 points for the call sheet of the week, the best boy. All right, so here's how it shook out. <clears throat> I had one, two. I had headliner stack from Dunkirk. One, two, three, four, five pack from Girls Trip. I had, <clears throat> I was able to squeeze in Chris Pine as a headliner from Wonder Woman. And then I went one headliner from Ghost Story and a non-headliner from a Ghost Story. And that was the difference. I, I kind of split the difference. I remember thinking as I was as I was working my way up from the ten dollar background talent, you know, up to up to now, it's fifty dollar best boy. I got an idea around the not the gaffer, but the key grip, the thirty dollar key grip, where I was like, I wonder if I don't necessarily need the headliner, both headliner points from a ghost story. If I split the difference, if that'll give me enough salary, enough budget in order to squeeze in my loan limited release Wonder Woman as a headliner. And so that's what I did. I decided $50 best boy, take a shot at it. I was, I was too scared. I was too punk to try it in the feature presentation, but it turns out I didn't necessarily need it. I was still first, but that's how I was able to squeeze out an extra, you know, point and a half or whatever. So I am the call sheet of the week, 206.7 points. No soup for you. No bonus. No bonuses out to the call sheet of the week. It rolls over into next week. $50 will be the bonus. Good luck to all. Okay, so let's take a look at this week's talent pool. Oh, I guess I need to drag it over. Uh, this week's talent pool. Wait for it. Wait for it. Wait for it. Here we go. Dragging it over. All right, here we go. So, all right, so 
we've got one, two, three, four, five new entries. Dark Tower, wide release. Kidnap, wide release. Step, uh, platform release, a documentary, I believe. <clears throat> Wind River, super small, four screens. And then also Wolf Warrior 2, which will be in its second weekend. Did really well on a per screen average. I believe it's a China film from our friends over at WellGo USA, Chinese uh, film distributor out here. So uh, real quick overview. Kidnap is Bargain Basement. It is a Halle Berry vehicle. The trailers look dreadful. HSX is not having it. They are not interested. They don't even have a, a weekend opening for it. They just have an overall price. They think this thing is going to gross only $8 million, like total. This thing <clears throat> is a dog with fleas. I'm not even sure if you want to punt it. This, I mean, the trailers look terrible. This has this has has potential to be like all time bad wide opening film. If they had any sense, they'd drop this sucker into like seventeen, eighteen hundred, keep it as limited release, and kind of cut their losses. They won't. It just looks bad. I can't. I mean, there there can't be any buzz out there for it. I I, I just oh, it's terrible. Anyways, uh, so so kidnap is is uh, min price. Step is also min price only because it's on a few screens. Uh, what else? Uh, Dark Tower. Dark Tower, you know, HSX is predicting nearly nearly 30, maybe? Let's see. Dark Tower. I'm not sure why my voice went up an octave there. Nearly 30? Yeah, uh, here we go. So 28 million opening weekend. I'm, I'm mildly intrigued. I'm not sure if it's going to be my opening. I'm not sure if it's going to be like my Thursday night movie yet. I'm leaning more towards – what am I leaning towards? Oops. I'm leaning towards uh, Detroit. Oh, I'm sorry, six openers. Sorry, Detroit opened last weekend on only 20 screens. Did gangbusters like 365,000. Uh, actually, what, what did Detroit do? It did. Yeah, 350,000. So that's 17,000 per screen. That's not sustainable. So even if you assume it's going to, let's say it drops down to about. 9,500 per screen. It's going to be on 2,800 screens. That's 26 million, y'all. This actually might be your sleeper hit right here. Um, interesting. What did they say for Detroit? Oops. Clicking on the wrong screens. Here we go. Let's see what, let's see what they did for Detroit. Catherine Bigelow, she's developing a, a name for herself. So opening weekend, which essentially I think they're counting as this weekend coming up. They're counting as 14 million. Hmm. Interesting. 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 Uh, what do we had? Ninety-five percent on Rotten Tomatoes, fifty on sixty-two reviews. That's a sample size, y'all. Um, oh man, I th I think this is wildly undervalued in the estimates. I think this could be our sleeper hit right here. Stay tuned. We'll have more information. I'm gonna go over uh probably just the shot list tomorrow. I don't think we have a guest lined up. Uh, so I think. It might just be shot list oriented. So you know, I'll save all this for for tomorrow. We'll 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 uh, do a deep dive into just the shot list, construct the call sheet on the fly, all that good stuff. Uh, but those are the those are the new films out this week. Definitely check them out. And thanks for hanging with us, everybody. Uh, Cinemadraft.co. That is Cinemadraft.co. Get all your friends to sign up. We need people. We need players. We need bigger prize pools. Uh, subscribe, like, comment, share via iTunes. 
YouTube, SoundCloud, or wherever you get your lovely podcasts that you listen to. And I don't know, it's kind of late, everybody. I'm going to bring this plane in for landing. Um, I guess we'll see you all tomorrow or actually Wednesday morning when you listen to the podcast. And why don't you go see a movie or something?